This is the Better Life, Better Work Show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm a life and self-leadership coach for authentic and ambitious small business owners and professionals. I show up here in your ears as a transparent leader doing the same inner and outer work that you are. I'm here to remind you that you're probably a gardener and not a machine and that soft, sustainable and soulful success is actually available to you on your own terms. Emotional presence and wellness are also available to you as someone who juggles both an amazing business and a beautiful life. I'm here to remind you that more is not better, better is better. This is episode 179. I'm Allison Crow. This is a recording of a video I did last year that popped up in my memories on Facebook. And the second I started listening, I knew I had to share this content with you because I still see it happen. This is a really good reminder for all I know. I've done a podcast with this, but I don't remember. (laughs) But I do know that this episode will help you and hopefully put a gentle, loving fire under your booty. Um, It is hot as hell in Texas and in a lot of places of the country. It is summer. Some of y'all are sending your kids back to school. Um, People are on vacation. I've noticed it everywhere. Like things feel really slow. And as we approach the end of summer, the beginning of fall, which won't be for months here in Texas, but as we approach this, I want to remind you of this sales activity that is so easy if you'll just do it. It doesn't require skill. It doesn't require you to spend any money. It just requires your presence. So have a listen. Let me know what you think. Um, Yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week. I wanted to give you a little update. I've been a little bit slower on the podcast producing this summer. This summer, usually in June, July, and August, my, quote, marketing calendar looks like rest, serve, and play. And this summer, it has been serve my clients, serve my parents, and crash like crazy. Oh, and we are fostering a... um, rescue dog. So yeah, I I added some more stress to my life when I had one of the most stressful summers of my life. I wanted to let you know a heads up for some of the things that are coming up this fall for sure. Later on this fall, we will be opening Soli's back up. We've closed membership for now, but we'll be opening Soli's back up probably with some visibility and social media challenges. It still is primarily a self-leadership inner work-based program, but we're all business owners. So it's about 80% business, 20% or 80% inner work of the 20% of doing your business. Because part of my philosophy is it takes 80% to get in alignment and then only 20% to execute what you know to do to be fabulous in your business. The other thing that is different and new 
This week, I start my internal family systems official training. So I've been doing lots of training with the IFS Institute. I've also been doing Gabor Mate's Compassionate Inquiry. But I finally, after a two-year wait, um, was selected for the lottery for internal family systems level one training, which is required to begin um, getting hours for certification. And so this fall... I will be opening up two one-on-one spots on my roster for eight-month programs. This will be for people who want to dive deep using IFS. And um, so, for example, I have one client right now. We're using IFS as a modality, and they are working completely on self-trust. This person is an executive at a company, and um, they just want to work on self-trust. So if something like that resonates with you, pop me a message and let me know what um, that you might be interested. I am going to be really selective about who I take because I want it to be aligned with um, the internal family systems work that I'm doing. So this is not strict business coaching. We're going to be doing some deep, beautiful inner work around self-trust, around moving out of a protector-led life, a resistance-led life, and building more inner confidence, more inner calm, more nervous system peace more cooperation and building our skills to be better leaders of all the parts inside of us. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. What's up? I'm going live. I never go live. I used to go live all the time. I probably better plug y'all in. Um, Hey, I want to... I want to share something. I have red wine teeth. And it's not my red wine teeth that I want to share. Um, I just got off of a four-hour phone call with Miss Barry and Brandon. Laughed our asses off as we usually do. Talked about everything, solved all the world's problems as we usually do. And one of the things we were both like, yeah, yeah, don't other people get it? Don't other people get it? I don't know if other people get it. Like, they need to get it. We talked about, well, so... What started this conversation is we were talking about gross versus net. And a lot of people will like share their gross income. And so we had this conversation. And I was like, I don't think a lot of people realize what the, what the direct expense of sometimes getting business is and what sometimes the indirect expense of getting business is. And one of the things, like you don't have to do ads. You can if you want. You don't have to do cold calls, but you know what you got to do? You got to show up in the room. And she and I both have group programs, and I have 50 members in my membership program. And they all have autonomy and permission of how to show up. A couple, like like two of them have full-time jobs. They're not self-employed. Like one of them works like in the Pentagon. And so she can't really be sneaking on calls because she's got shit to do in the government. Um, and I realize that others may have conflicts. Everybody has their different reasons for being in my membership. But there are like the same nine people 
that show up to every single call. Every single call. Well, not every single one. Most everyone. At least one a week. One a week minimum. I don't expect anybody to come to two calls a week. But one of my clients shows up. She used to come to one a week. And now that we've kind of brought in some IFS stuff, she's coming to every single call because she's totally into the IFS too, both as a client and as a witness and as a learning. And I asked her the other day, and I'm going to use her name because I don't think she'll mind. Megan, how many clients have you gotten since you've been a solely? Now, mind you, I don't mind if my clients do direct selling in our Facebook group. I think it's fine. I love for them to practice selling. But I don't think once she's ever put out her offer. She said, I've gotten seven clients from being in this group. You know why she's gotten seven clients? Because she shows up. And so I think a lot of people have a mindset. I was talking about... um, I was talking about a group call, a group series of calls that I was on with another coach a couple of years ago. And the way he does it is he's like 14 people on the call and only two people get coached. And I said, I always give something, get something out of the calls. Always. I don't, I hardly ever have anything I need to be coached on. And I have my one-on-one coach for that. But when I'm in the room with any of my coaches, I've been in rooms with 40 people. I've been in rooms with 200 people. I'm in a room. I have 14 people with my mastermind that I'm in with my coach. I have another membership program I'm in with, with I don't know how many people. And when I show up, I don't just get something. So some of you, I love you. And I just need to tell you the truth. You're missing out on the heavy lifting of building like, know, and trust because You're watching the replay or you're just blowing it off. And and I told this to another one of my clients the other day. This is a good example. I have two clients that are realtors in Georgetown, Texas. And I you know what? I have a third client that's moving to Georgetown, Texas, but I have so I have three clients that live in Georgetown, Texas. One of them shows up regularly, and the other one has been a long time. I mean, she's she's actually a major referrer of my um, of Soli's community. But the other one, this was funny because let's I'll just use first initials. So Realtor K is on the calls every single week with these other nine women that come, and I said so. Um, how many of you know a realtor in Georgetown? And they were all like, "Oh, we do." Kathy. Oops, I said her name. Kathy, Kathy's a realtor in Georgetown. I said, did you know we have another realtor in Georgetown in this group? And they were like, no, who? And I told them who. I said, this this J person is, who was my realtor actually, Jody. I'll say it, Jody. And I, I think Jody got this. She'll, she appreciates it. And Jody was watching the live stream. This is such a good example. Thank you, Jody and Kathy, for letting me use you. Jody was watching the video live and probably multitasking. I get it. I do that sometimes too. Oh, Rocky, your warm belly feels so good. Um, and Jody said, Hey, wait, I'm here too watching. And I went back after the call and I commented on Jody's thing and I said, When you're watching, you're only getting what you can get. You're not giving what you can give. And so many of you 
are not realizing that by just showing up in the room with your presence, not even trying to get clients, but showing up and participating fully isn't about just doing the homework. It's not just about you. And so my client, Megan, has gotten seven different retainer clients because she shows up. I can't think of once that I've, I mean, maybe she's talked about her business a little bit. Like we know what she does, but because she shows up, she builds like, know, and trust factor subconsciously. It's really hard. So I was talking with Barry and we talk once a month. We talk for four hours today, four hours, four minutes and 20 seconds, four, four, 20. And, um, One of the things we said at the end, she said, yeah, I always tell my clients, you can't be picked if you can't be seen. And so this is a loving shout out to 40 of my 50 clients. Listen, at the end of the day, I want you to trust what you do. But if your business ain't full, maybe show up in the room. And whether it's my room or somebody else's room, show up. And Rarity and I were talking because we both have been members of Rich Lippin's community. And back in the early days of going to Rich's um, events, there were certain people that would be like, I'm going to go to Rich's event to try to get clients. And Varian and I never tried to get clients. We just showed up and we're being ourselves. And some of my highest paying clients were people that walked up to me I I wasn't on stage. It wasn't the fantastic times of taking off all my clothes. But just by being myself, a human engaged in the room, never selling, never inviting, never creating, never proposing, but just by being me, someone says, hey, can I talk with you about working with you? And I was the participant. I wasn't the coach. I wasn't the leader. Sometimes I was in a shithole, bad mood in the back of the room drawing. But I put myself in the room and so you think that networking has to look like going to a BNI or to a networking group or, hi, my name is Allison and I work with XYZ and I solve this YZ problem and do this YZ, that like elevator speech. But you don't realize that the easiest way to sell is to be yourself fully in the rooms that you're in when you can. And so... I never sat out like I've met a couple of my clients or past clients through groups that I've been in with another coach. And it's not me stealing their business, but sometimes they're like, hey, I want to work with you, too. Or when I'm done here, I want to work with you. And a lot of my clients have gone to work with other people in my room. They've left my room. That's fine. There's enough business for all of us. And I want to remind you, especially in this day and age of Zoom, and I get that a lot of you sometimes, you just need to be disconnected from the world. But you can't give your gift to the room if you don't show up in the room. If you're just passively taking what you can get from the room, you are missing out on the abundance that is available to you in the room. Community exponentially magnifies both the giving and receiving. And here's what's funny. When you, when I give to myself, when I give to my community as a leader, 
it takes a little bit more effort than it takes for me to give when I show up as a client in a room. I've never shown up to my coach's calls saying, I want to get a client in this room. I just show up. And when she says, who wants to talk? And nobody says anything. Okay, I will. I participate in the conversations. And by participating in the conversations, authentically, people send me messages and say, can I work with you? Happened in Rich's rooms. And yet I also knew people that were like, Shark, I wonder if I could close them. I wonder if I could invite them. I can help them. And it was just like, I'd sit at the bar if I can drink. And I'm like, okay, let me go watch this crash and burn. This, this like salesy, schmarmy, needy, pursuant sales. And what I, I want you to remember is that your being is fucking fantastic. And I love it because ever since that happened with Jody the other day, She's been showing up in the room, and I didn't mean it from scarcity. It, was, it just happened to be the perfect example of the people that are in the room that have been attending live recently don't know. Even though Jody's been a solely for four years, they don't know. And it doesn't matter if they live in Chicago. If they live in Chicago and they know somebody moving to Georgetown, Texas, Top of mind, you guys are so trying to go for the hard close sale at the end, but you haven't built top of mind. And one of the reasons that Varian Brandon is so magnetizing and one of the reasons that I am so magnetizing, the one of the reasons that she and I both have 60 clients is because we show up in rooms just being ourselves. You're right, Sarah V, Right. It's easy. It's so much easier to make a sales pitch. And this is what's funny. Barry, Barry and I both talked about, like, people just come to us and say, I, w- I want what you have. And part of that is because we show up in the room and we serve. That's how you serve. And so just remember, if you're on a group call, it's it's about the rooms you're in. And so this how this goes back to net versus profit is, like, Barry and I both spent a lot of money to be in Rich's rooms. I spent a lot of money to be in my coach's mastermind. Like, a lot of money. And it's not just for the coaching I get from the coach. It's not just for the calls. One of the greatest things about the coaching in my mastermind is the text I send back and forth to my friends, the Mark and Marco Polos, like being there for each other. Y'all, if you are in a community, yes, Paula. And Paula, how many clients or at least client calls, like how many clients have you gotten from the room? You told me the other day, you didn't tell me who the solely was, but you said, I actually had a sales call with another solely. Why? Would a solely be able to hire you if you weren't showing up to calls regularly? And this is what's so funny. You're not even showing up as your sales self. You're just showing up. And then people say, oh, Paula does health and vitality coaching and she helps people. Right. And so the community isn't about what you give or get. It's about the give and get, right? Oh my God, probably a dozen, a dozen fucking clients. And so if you are one of my clients and you haven't been to a call and your business is sucking, get the fuck on a call. Jesus Christ. I built my almost entire business from being in the room, being in the room. And Aaron, doesn't it, doesn't it do the heavy lifting? Listen. My one-on-one support, I have it with my, with my business coach. 
But my one-on-one support, I hired a therapist coach. She is my one-on-one gal. gal. And frankly, anything I talk about with her, I talk about in the room too. We just don't have those kind of calls. One time when I first got in my coach's membership group, I was like, I'm just going to pretend I've been here a year and I know y'all. I had to go to the doctor today and all my cancer shit came up and boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And somebody reached out to me and was like, I fucking loved your vulnerability. I feel like you're the strongest person in the room. And I was like, I was having a mental breakdown. And she was like, I know, but you did it in front of us. And I have decided instead of, and I'm an introvert, believe it or not, I have decided that even though I'm shy, here's who I'm going to be in every room I go into. Obviously in my rooms. But in my rooms, I'm leading, so it's easy. But when I go into somebody else's room, and I love being in other I'm craving being in other people's rooms. I don't always want to be the leader. I, I, I want to be the client. I want to be the peer. You know, I, it's lonely being a leader. I want to be in somebody else's room. Invite me to your room. Not so that I can get clients, but I just want to be in the room. And so when I go to a room, and I told this to my mastermind sisters last year when I joined Tara's for, I've been in her mastermind two years in a row. When I joined her mastermind, I told those ladies, I've been in enough masterminds to know that you fall in love in like the 10th month. And then it's over in the 12th month. So I said, y'all, I'm going to pretend I know all of you. And then I'm in love with all of you on day one. And I'm going to behave and be as if we've known each other forever, which might be a bit much, but I'm just going to be me. And that's in service of me because, because I want to get and give everything. If I'm going to spend $2,000 on a mastermind, I'm going to fucking get and give everything I can. And so... Marion and I were talking about the amount of investing, right? Like, I can pay direct ads that that go to people that may or may not convert. Or I can spend money to be in a room, and I spend a lot of money to be in Rich's room, and I spend a lot of money to be in Tara's room. But Soli's? Maybe I need to charge more. You don't have to spend a lot of money to be in my room, and my clients that are showing up are making connections and building trust that does 65% of the selling for them. Yeah, they still have to to have the conversations behind the scenes. And this is what's so fun. We don't, we used to do like share your work and everybody talk about what you're selling. Apparently they don't have to do that. I had no idea, Paula, that you've gotten so many clients. That's probably because your your peers see what you're doing and say I want some of that. Right? So whatever room you're in, don't take it for granted. See the matrix of what you can give and get and what being in the room can do for you. And I get sometimes you need to multitask. Sometimes you got a damn mammogram or a doctor's appointment or you're not feeling good. Great. Don't go. But don't take the room for granted. And it's easy to do because your brain... Your brain doesn't want to show up. I'm just telling you that showing up. Showing up. 
Don't sit in a Zoom room with your camera hidden if you can. Turn on your camera. Let people see your face. Let them see your interactions. Be you. Let them see you. You don't even have to talk about your work, but who you be in the room builds trust. And when you build trust, it is 95% easier to have, to, to get clients. Because once they trust you, they don't show up unless they're ready to buy. And so don't, I'm going to challenge you. Don't be a fly on the fucking wall. You're just an observer. How is that working for you? What do you really want? And what are you going to go get? Abby Wombach says in her wolf pack, go get the fucking ball. And I don't mean go into it. I'm going to show up so that I get clients. It's That's not the energy. I'm talking about, I'm going to be my full self today. Wherever I am, I'm going to be. And I signed up for this and I signed up for this. And I told my writing coach today, I said, I'm ready to go back Friday mornings. I, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Do I write and so I show up to the calls or do I show up to the calls and then I write? I don't know. I'm tired of waiting to find out. So I'm going to decide, which means I am a writer. I'm going to the calls, not just for me, but for the other people in the room. And I know that I get something when other writers show up on Friday mornings to write together. I know that when I hear other people speak, I know that when I speak, other people hear me. And that starts building trust. If you don't have trust, you don't have a sale. So I'm not saying build trust to get the sale. I'm just saying the side effect of showing up and building trust is you build trust and it leads to more sales without ever having to be a little sharky shark. So that's what I've got today. If you've gotten something from this, tag somebody that might need to hear it. Let me know. I get it. I get it. We all fall off the wagon. We're all like, yeah, I'm not really getting anything out of it. Um, Are you writing about showing up? Are you writing about showing up and building trust? No, I'm writing about, hello, heart. I'm writing about be yourself, trust yourself, meet yourself is what I'm writing. And so maybe that will be. But like, right, how do you build trust? You can't build trust if you don't show up. My mom used to tell me, and I built the Share Your Heart, Show Your Work class on this. I have, this is like my most famous YouTube video. I actually have makeup on. You can't tell now that the sun's down. No makeup on, look like shit. Probably was drinking wine. And I was retelling the story that my mom, after my fifth senior year in college, I moved back home with my parents and I lived in my bedroom and it was a Friday night and I was crying on a Friday night as a fifth year senior in college. My mom walks in and my mom is not sarcastic like me. I can be sarcastic. My mother is sweet as cotton candy. And she's like, why are you crying? And I said, I'm lonely. I don't have any friends. I don't have a boyfriend. And my mother said, honey, it's Friday night. What do you think they're going to do? Drive down Bowen Avenue and see your light on and say, there must be a really nice girl in there. Let's go find her. And that's like one of those top five life-changing moments. First of all, my mother being sarcastic. Second of all, she was right on. (sighs) 
Uh, and right, Diane, a visibility plan doesn't always have to mean you create content. Sometimes it just means you show up with your full presence in the room. One of the reasons Varian makes sales look effortless, one of the reasons I can make sales look effortless is because we just bring who we be to a room. And that draws people in. There's no conscious, I'm going to get sale by being in the room. And we talked about like, I don't know, she's been in sales forever, even when she had a corporate job. I've been in sales for more than 17 years. I mean, 17 years officially. But the best way to make sales is actually to be visible and to be in the room. And I, and I treat my social media like a room. But I think about those 40 people, and I know they all got busy lives. I think about those 40 members, or I think about those who haven't joined the membership. (laughs) Megan has gotten seven retainer clients. Paula, I can't remember your exact number, but Paula has gotten many clients. It's not just about me. It's about like the co-connection and the co-creation and the collaborations that happen in the room. My client, Shannon, has worked with tons of members. Shannon is a VA. I know that Shannon is a VA in Shamika's room. And Shannon has t- Shannon's business has blown up by being in Shamika's room. Not just because of her sales activity, but by being in the room shoulder to shoulder with other business owners. And so please don't be in community by yourself. If, if the program you're in isn't working, it's because you're trying to be in the room by yourself. Stop it. Make it easier on yourself. Show up. The hour... 90 minutes you spend on a call, A, you're going to get insights. I know you're going to. But you're going to give your presence. Which is more valuable? I don't know. Depends on what you see. I'll tell this last story. I did three um, at the time. He doesn't do them anymore, but Rich used to do these small group circles, and he called them salons. And he did I did three of them. Two prosperous coach salons and one extraordinary woman salon. Yes, I'm an extraordinary woman. And the extraordinary woman one was the third one. The first salon I did, I was scared to death. I like paid $10,000 for six months and it, it, I went into panic after it. I never paid that much for a group program um, at the time. I instantly made $30,000. So I tripled my money after two weeks. <clears throat> the third time... I was in this program and I had had such a good experience in the other two. I had this third program and I went through it and I did it and I showed up and we'll just leave it at that. I showed up and well, I won't leave it at that. Who are we kidding? There was a girl in the program. There was a woman. Was she a woman or was she a girl? There was a woman in the, and I say that because she didn't behave like a woman. She didn't behave like an adult. This woman kind of took the room for granted and she would come when she needed with something and she would take it and she would leave. And it fucking pissed me off. And part of it pissed me off is because I was excited that she was in the room. I was excited to be in this room with this woman. 
And she would only come when she would need something and then she would turn around and leave. And I wasn't the only one. I could read their minds and half of them had told me and would text me on the phone during this this call. So-and-so showed up and sure enough, she's going to leave and she never would listen to anybody else in the group. So basically she was like using the group for one-on-one coaching, but at a group price. And at one point I had the opportunity, Rich asked all of us as a group, is there anything anybody wants to say? And I, who am non-confrontational, was like, yeah, I have something to say to so-and-so. And I just said, you know, it's really disappointing that you come in when you feel like it and you get what you want and you leave. But you don't ever connect with any of us and you don't let us connect with you. And I'm just really bummed out. And I don't like it. And that was that, and we went on, whatever. However, many months later, we finished the program, and I'm at one of Rich's live events, and he's having his team of coaches down for happy hour after the whole event's over. And of course, it's Rich and I. Rich and I are always the first ones there when when I'm in the room and he does these. Like every I, Rich and I are both early people. And so by being early, here's another one. By being early, I have often had many private conversations with Rich at a bar. And in this private conversation, he said, hey, how did, how did the extraordinary woman's salon go? And I was like, and I think he was expecting accolades. And I was like, it fucking sucked, Rich. It was the worst one I've ever done. And he looked at me and I go, but it was exactly what I needed. What I needed in the extraordinary salon wasn't from Rich. It was from that girl who didn't give. It was what I needed amongst the members. And some of you are putting too much, you're giving your power away to your coach and you're forgetting how powerful showing up as yourself is actually the gift you're paying for when you hire a coach. You think you're hiring your coach for your wisdom. And one of the things that Rich Litvin taught me and affirmed in me and that I pass on to my clients is that my client is the powerful one. Rich Lipman trusted me to get what I needed out of his room. He didn't make his room perfect. And so that was a really fun, and he got it. He totally got, he laughed when I told him I fucking hated this salon. It was the best one I've ever been in. I didn't like it, but I got the most value You got it. And so I want to leave you with all the questions I've already asked. And I want to leave you with a question. You can't change anything outside of you, but who can you be and where can you show up? Not what can you do? Nowhere did I say do this, but where can you show up as your being self? Period. And what would that do for you if you showed up as yourself for yourself fully and let it be a gift to the room. Quit giving your power away. Stop it. Night, night. As always, thanks for listening. And I want to give a special shout out to Elise Rich from Wide Awake Recordings for her sound production each week on my episodes, especially the car episodes, and for her music composition for my intro and outro. 
This show is sponsored by my three dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adopting when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better. Better. 